Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. Hi, welcome back to Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. This is Eartha, and we are going to continue in our series about motivation and mindfulness. What we're doing in this series is looking at a few theories of motivation and learning and comparing it or maybe not comparing it, but maybe looking at the theories from a mindfulness perspective. Last time, we looked at Maslow's five hierarchy of needs. And so we brought out and um, how if we use mindfulness, mindfulness meaning being aware of what's going on right now. Um, if we use that with Maslow, that maybe some of those needs could be satisfied in a um, shorter period of time. We're not saying, or I'm not proposing, that uh, the hierarchy of needs would um, change. Uh, as Maslow points out, it you know, depends on you know what's going on. People kind of fluctuate between the needs, and and everyone is unique and and uh, individual. So we have to look at this individually. What I am proposing is if we look at Maslow and we uh, practice mindfulness as we go through these different uh, levels of, of um, hierarchy of needs, uh, maybe this, the, the point of self-actualization could be reached at each level because we are appreciating each level and we're not judging that's my summary, and that's my proposal, and I welcome your, uh, your feedback and also your perception of mindfulness uh, and uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, what that looks like to you. Today, I would like to now go to another uh, motivation theory. You may have heard of, of this theory. Um, it's common, maybe not as common as Maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs, but this one is just has two levels. And although these, th it just has like two aspects that it looks at, uh, I think we're going to get a lot into looking at this theory from uh, what stimulates a learning and a learning and a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. But before I introduce this theory, I would like to thank Web Talk Radio for allowing me to have a platform to bring Transition Awareness Breathing podcasts to you. And to my producers, Mary Lou and Sam, thank you so much for making uh, 
uh, Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast available and flexible for my listeners wherever they go. Now, let's see. What's this other theory that I'm talking about? Well, this theory is called the Theory X and Theory Y. And a long time ago, back in 1960s, around in the 60s, this um, social psychologist named Douglas McGregor developed in this theory X and theory Y. And as I review what goes on in this theory that um, he proposed how managers and leaders, and this is from a, a, uh, leadership, managerial um, look, we can also look at this for our personal, as far as I can, you know, in my humble opinion, of how we operate and how we uh, interact with others outside of a workplace, maybe in school or on a team or something like that. So, he introduces this theory, and he labels it X, uh, theory X and theory Y. Now, I don't know what goes in your mind when you think about X and Y, but when I was learning about this theory, my mind went immediately to tic-tac-toe. It has nothing to do with um, the theory. I don't know. My mind, sometimes it wanders, and so I can really appreciate uh, mindful practice because it keeps me on track. Uh, theory X and theory Y has nothing to do with tic-tac-toe, uh, but it just uses letters. And so uh, the theory X part, let me uh, review the attributes or uh, what goes on. If you have someone, a manager, you know, your boss, the teacher or parents <laughs> who kind of operates in a style of theory X, with Theory X, there is a perception that team members, people really don't like their work. There's very low uh, motivation to work or to do a good job. In this style of thinking, the manager usually comes across pretty authoritarian. They have to be right there when where the work is going on and they, they feel that they have to get their hands in, get their hands dirty. And sometimes this may be perceived as micromanaging. In the Theory X environment, whether it's a work environment or home environment, uh, the the members, the management seems to take a kind of a, a pessimistic view of their of their fellow um, employees, they just really uh, see them in their perspective that they're really not motivated and, you know, they they uh, don't like work. Um, so uh, what they use to get people to be motivated is they do a lot of prompting. Uh, they may offer a lot of rewards and punishment uh, or um, reprimands. And so, you know, they may, in this type of uh, environment, use a lot of performance appraisals. Uh, 
to help, well, in their mind, to help their workers to become motivated. They feel like their uh, members of their organization needs to be supervised at every step of the way, and there is little ambition in this organization. So how would you like to work at a place like that? <laughs> um, so no wonder why, um, you know, and, and, and in, in a mindfulness perspective, as I was reviewing this, um, you know, it just reminds me of a fixed mindset environment where uh, the a uh, person is just, you know, really has a uh, perception of um, the the learner, and so uh, there's le- there's not a lot of flexibility, and also uh, in the fixed mindset um, uh, perception, you, you know, it seems like you know, making mistakes is is bad and you don't learn from your mistakes. And so you need a lot of supervision. So you don't make any mistakes. <laughs> that's, that's just uh, my mindfulness pers- uh, perception as far as looking at it with a, uh, with a fixed mindset. Um, there's not, you know, if, if someone is a, is afraid to make a mistake, causes some anxiety, it it causes lack of trust. It's, there's some judgment going on, and I'm not sure um, if that's what the management of of using this is is really um, what people are really looking for. Um, let's go on to the theory why. Okay, so the theory why part of the uh, X theory X and theory Y. This type of manager tends to be. Um, optimistic and have a positive opinion about their people. They're usually very collaborative and have a participative management style. You know, these are the people that when um, decisions are made, they want people's feedback. They want to send out some surveys. They want to get some groups together and uh, they trust their, their people. Now, on the other hand, a lot of times, you know, some people may not want to participate in those uh, surveys or in those groups. You know, they just want to come to work and do their job. And so that may be the challenge for someone who has a style of management of theory why is to get the people involved. And because uh, these managers, these people who have a theory why perspective, they want their the people around them to have a greater responsibility. They want to develop their skills. They they want to uh, help their people improve. And so in their kind of organization, I, I see a more of a growth mindset perspective that, uh, you know, if mistakes are made, it's not that the mistakes are, are wanted, um, but the way the mistakes are perceived is that the mistakes are stepping stones for learning. What did we learn from this? And so there may be different steps along the way in this organization. And to help uh, the people learn, and so there may be like uh, some feedback uh, sessions to help their people learn. Very, very open to allowing personal growth in in the uh, theory why 
environment from a mindfulness perspective i i see this not only as a growth mindset model because um it promotes growth it sees individuals for who they are and it doesn't see them at that level it sees them as growing and so there's an involvement in neuroplasticity in their growth uh, mindset uh, and uh, because this type of environment trust their their people then i think that in this environment people would be a little less anxious that's one perspective on the other hand i think if if a person has been used to um working or being involved in a x environment a theory x environment and then they're placed in a theory y environment I could see how that may make individuals uncomfortable <laughs> because uh, some there may be some um uh resistance because the 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 individual may not have the confidence or they may not have the skills to perform at what is being expected and so I think the manager who or the person who has an theory why style really um have to take that in, into consideration and help the individuals change their perception of their themselves uh, it, in this um uh, research that I was looking at and this is uh, also from the article that I presented last time um it's the same uh it's called www.mindtools.com and it says that usually uh, you know if some you, you uh, many times you know people may have to kind of uh, use a little bit of the x um style of management with someone new and they may uh not have to use the theory x on someone who is an expert and I kind of disagree with that a little bit because if you have an expert especially in in our era of today in you know 2022 uh, many times uh, people are doing um jobs that they're not accustomed to they may have been an expert in their field yes but they may be asked to cross train into other fields and so they're going from an expert uh level and they may be going and starting again at something new uh in the in a process and so on the positive side of that we are, we are open to learning the whole organization is learning if it's a school the whole school is learning if it's a home then the the whole home everyone in the home is is learning uh if we look at challenges as oh this is an opportunity to learn something new uh and then do a body scan to see how am i responding to this new challenge and being aware that oh i'm a little nervous i haven't done this in a long time and to be able to bring 
bring myself back to a calm, calm state through breathing and body scan and and self-awareness. And maybe uh, if we find that individuals have been in in an environment of either 3X or 3Y. And if, you know, if if we're doing all this cross training, a lot of times people get kind of, shall I say, frozen, or they may appear to be ambiguous. They're stuck. They are on the fence because they are unsure. They're unclear. Um, They basically, they want to succeed. And at the same time, they don't want to get hurt. So there may be some guarding and they're unsure of how to step forward. And so if we have an organization or a home or a, a school and, you know, I think it's important to look at the organization, look at how we run our home, look at how we run our classrooms. Are we theory X or are we theory Y? And that takes a big deep breath to do a self-assessment and be able to recognize that the people in our organization or in our home may be accustomed to a different style. And so then we have to be open to adjust our style to help people succeed. And with that, I'd like to bring us to a close. Thank you so much for joining me today in a mindful look at Theory X and Theory Y, uh, motivation for learning. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Have a great day. Be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness, awareness and coloring activities in a pandemic world. It's available now at Amazon.com.